Actor and filmmaker Ann Johnston Brown has spent the past 35 years navigating the ups and downs of Hollywood. With a master's degree in theater arts, Ann was a professor at the prestigious American Academy of Dramatic Arts in Los Angeles and is the author of several books published by Smith & Krauss, the world's largest of its kind. Her films on the subject of homelessness have won countless awards, and her voice can be heard throughout the world in a variety of television and radio commercials, as well as the audiobooks of many New York Times and USA Today best-selling authors. And now, she brings to you the best of what she's learned. Welcome to The Actor's Guide. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Actor's Guide. Today, I have a gentleman who is someone you may have already heard of. He has a very uh, popular uh, film production company, and his name is Nathaniel Beaver. And he's going to tell you more about himself, but he's going to be able to give uh, some of you filmmakers out there, some of you editors uh, who like to, to do some editing on your own, independent filmmakers especially, will will benefit from this episode today i've got him on the line right now how you doing nathaniel i'm doing great thank you so much Ann. <laughs> oh it's so great to have you on the show you're a real pro and i think that we're going to benefit a lot from getting some of the answers to to a few questions i have for you but hey i just want to know just up front uh why are you doing what you do i mean did you start as a kid did you want to be a filmmaker when you were a kid and and if so i got to hear about some of the early early experiences you had sure yeah of course um I didn't start out wanting to be a filmmaker as a kid. I mean, I just loved movies. I grew up, uh, gosh, just, you know, loving everything about movies. Uh, <laughs> my dad had a VHS camera. And so he would film, you know, my brother and I and my sister we were doing like comedy sketches and, and shorts and, you know, playing Masters of the Universe or something, <laughs> or something like that. And then, um, and then, and then, yeah. And then I basically, as I got older, I started filming stuff i started using his vhs camera right. um, to shoot my own things uh you know i did like stop motion movies and stuff with all of my toys and and this was like around junior high kind of thing mm -hmm. so it's not like when i was five i said hey you know i want to be a, a filmmaker yeah um and i think it just kind of gradually just came about you know and then so i i upgraded from his camera i bought my own camera and my junior senior year of high school was sort of doing my own editing and things and yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so then, so I know that, you know, obviously by that time, you knew that you wanted to do this. Did you get any specific type of film making training or did you go to filmmaking school? Um, no, see, actually, uh, so if I, if I, if I stayed back around, you know, junior high, high school, no, yeah. you know, uh, I just sort of knew what I saw in books or what I saw in movies or, or uh, watching a behind the scenes was really important uh, to develop my skills and to think about like, oh, how does a movie come together? Right. You know? And right. I look at some of those things that I did at high school, like some of those shorts and it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, these are horrible. <laughs> but, um, of course. But, but, but yeah, I mean, as far as after high school, you know, and basically it started when I was uh, in seventh grade and I, I was in the... Uh, play in junior high yeah. and i was oh my gosh i love acting this is oh. really what i want to do i want to be an actor mm -hmm. and so that was yeah. sort of my pursuit in in junior high high school okay and into college was like taking acting classes you know oh. i wasn't taking film production classes in in high school or anything like that really just sort of messing around doing things on on our own right um but then so i went to indiana university for college 
and you know i i majored in theater and you know it's challenging it's challenging being a, an actor especially yeah. when you fit like a certain type mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, yeah and you know I, I was i looked young i was a little small um <laughs> and still still kind of small but <laughs> But but uh, hey, you're preaching you know, to the choir. I'm five feet tall, man. Okay, <laughs> but like they they put me next to some of the grad students, and some of the directors are like, you know, you just you don't fit this role, right? You know, and it was it was challenging. And then sort of sort of my junior year, I kind of drifted over to the telecommunications department, mm. you know, video, TV, and and uh, film production and things like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, like yeah. this is my home. This is oh. where I want to do, you know, behind the camera. Um, editing right. and, you know, i love acting and i still would love to do acting mm-hmm. uh, i just don't have the i think to be an actor you really have to commit yourself a hundred percent and just go to auditions 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 and, yeah and make it happen and i'm like you know i want to tell stories i love editing i love directing i love taking all these pieces and right. putting them together and creating a a, a cohesive project so is, when did yeah. you then, uh, well, I'm not to cut you off, but, you know, you're talking about how much you love it. And I have to ask you, you know, I know that you have Perry Repost Films, which, you know, is, is your big, is your, is your baby. Uh, yeah. Did that come about early on or did you have experiences before that, that, uh, you know, uh, did you have other film companies uh, prior to that? Is this, is this, did this take off right away? Sure, sure. I know what you mean. Um you know, I've always been doing production. Even when I, through college, I was working like, you know, freelance stuff mm-hmm. and things like that. I, I started a little, I just started calling myself Trapdoor Productions was my initial n- name that I came up with in, you know, in college. And right. I was like, oh, that sounds cool. That sounds cool. But I never did anything with it. And I kind of put it down or whatever. And so it wasn't really an actual business. It was just a name. Only. Right, right. And then, so when I, uh, did some things after college, you know, <laughs> I went to New Zealand for two years. And then when I came back home, I was like, all right, now is the time to do the LA thing. Let's go out to LA and I'm going to, um, you know, right. do production out there. And so I was, I realized that I needed a production company uh, and not just stay freelance. Right. So, you know, I did the paperwork, uh, made it happen and um, set up, set up everything that I needed to do, a, a bank account, all that, all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um and the Perry Repost Films, uh, it's basically came about because of my love of the sport of fencing. Yeah, you know, of course. I'm a fencer, <laughs> I'm a fencer and, and Perry Repost right. is a fencing term. Right. Um, and and so I really liked how that kind of came together. And it's, it's unique, I think. And when people hear it or see it, they... Uh, instantly are sort of drawn to it you know okay but but i i will have to ask though i mean i i kind of skipped ahead in a way by bringing up perry repose and we want to hear much more about that (laughs) but i think i might have missed a step so you basically are self-taught when it comes to this no okay well so so no no not exactly like so in in college i went over to telecommunications department right and that's really where I got like the filmmaking classes. Oh, uh, working in a TV studio. Okay. So there's a local uh, WTIU was the PBS station. Okay. In on campus. Oh, and so, okay. You know, we we learned in a studio. There were two studios actually. There two. There's a really big one, and um, I was hired there as well at, on the PBS uh, WTIU crew. Okay. And that's where I learned like real world experiences, how to go to a gig and what you need and loading the van and, you know, running the triax cable uh, when you go to when we're filming a football game or a basketball game or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was like, when I got out of IU, I was like, man, 
that was like the real world prep and experience. Yes, it really, yeah. And you were wow. able to become entrepreneurial from there. You know, I talked to yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. I don't care what genre you're in uh, when it comes to the entertainment industry. Everyone's an entrepreneur. And, and, you know, yeah. you, you have to, you have to take control, be the CEO of yourself. Yeah. Uh, but in your case, you really, really did because you had to create this company, right? And do you have employees with Perry Repost? Um, so, so it's actually, it's just me. And mm-hmm. then I will uh, hire out crew when I need them. Okay. So, you know, I have, I have people that I work with all the time and it's like, okay, well, this is a, an event shoot and I only need one other camera operator. So Hmm, bring in this guy or that guy, or I need a sound mix. And so I'll send it off to um, to certain people. And and then do you produce a certain type of film or do you just, whoever hires you, you will do it. (laughs) Well, not exactly. (laughs) Um, You know, I can be kind of picky and choosy about things, but I definitely have, like if you if you look at my website, I definitely have a a, a range of different things, right? Yeah. So I do some some films, some short films, uh, film like behind the scenes. Um, I also do uh, like live events or concerts. I work right. with you know LA Chamber Orchestra, KPCC, you know, or or like uh, Adventist Health Glendale. I'm doing interviews and and videos and stuff for them at the moment. So yeah, it's it's a pretty wide range. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do. It, it is important who you work with. And right. I've been so, so fortunate and lucky to be working with some really amazing people and supportive. And, you know, I know there, <laughs> I've heard, I've heard horror stories of other people out there in the industry. Mm. And, um, yeah, I think I've been quite fortunate. Well then, uh, okay. So then I want to uh, kind of distinguish this. Uh, so with Perry Repost films, you film other people's projects, but what about, your own i mean are you a screenwriter do you produce films that you write yeah yeah definitely okay. um you know sometimes if you're doing your own work you kind of have to take on these other jobs to get right. the funds to produce your own stuff. <laughs> right uh, um so yeah like I, like so i've done some short films uh christmas a revenge tale uh we live uh krampus uh the lord of the things Hollywood <laughs> forever. Um, so some some like parodies and some some fun stuff. And it's funny that uh, I just thinking because I saw uh, I heard your podcast with John Mark Huckabee, and actually he and I uh, worked on Christmas or Revenge Tale. He was the bad villain in it, the mob boss or whatever. I saw yeah. that. Oh, yeah, that was um, so entertaining. Oh um, my goodness! Mm-hmm. And that was so much fun. That was just like this ridiculous, over the top, like. <laughs> Christmas act and bloody, bloody kind of yeah. ridiculous movie that I totally would have made when I was fifteen. But sure. like, it's got this like B movie type feel, and what I loved about it was that like it was just fun to be a part of the full process. Oh and yeah. Because so, you mentioned screenwriter, and it's like I don't necessarily call myself a screenwriter mm-hmm. um, because I think like an actor, you have to jump full force into that and be right this is what i do every day like john mark's a screenwriter yes like he john is mark, like full-time works mm. yeah right and, and so i've written a couple features as well so we took christmas revenge tale and mm-hmm. and is this short and expanded it into a feature oh. you know i have another uh like a greek mythology feature that we wrote mm. um not me and john mark's other other writers um but 
you know, and so I have some things, some of these shorts that mm-hmm. I've worked on, yeah, I wrote. Um, but these yeah. movies that uh, you listed, uh, quite a few, uh, just, you just, you, you know, you, you, you told us the, the films that you've done that you wrote. Uh, have you ever submitted those to film festivals? Yeah, 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 sure. Uh-huh. Um, well, actually, uh, Krampus was fun. So uh, it was a few years ago, and this was this, this short that... Um, my girlfriend Annie and I watched a uh, a play a uh, uh, script reading of uh-huh. it from a friend of ours, Tom, and uh, we were like, we should make that into a short film, and so we <laughs> did. And it was just kind of this fun project. And as I said, like I'm a huge Christmas. Uh, let me say, I'm a I'm a huge Christmas fan. Okay. Uh, and so I love like Christmas movies and stuff like that. So any way to try to incorporate some of sure. those interests. But anyway, so we submitted Krampus to a. a Actually, this film festival reached out to us. Wow. That, uh, As Asbury Park, New Jersey, uh, Krampus AP Fest. Okay. Reached out to us and said, "We found your Krampus film. Can we screen it in our competition?" We're like, "Oh yeah!" So we flew <laughs> out to New Jersey and um, we actually got best best picture. So wow. That was- that was pretty. That was pretty awesome. That's a um, big deal. I know because I've submitted yeah. my films, and, and whenever you get best of, man, I tell you what that that you you want to you just you just want to put the, the 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 trophy on the wall and let everybody know about it because that's a big deal. These film festivals, they're you know they yeah. they're giving you the 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 opportunity, but to win the award is so is so great. So what about forty eight hour film festivals, film projects? I mean that's you know filmmakers just eat that up and uh, is that an opportunity you've ever uh participated in yeah of course uh 48 hour film projects are awesome i mean they're <laughs> fun they and it's it's all relying on uh the team right like right. getting a good team together and you know sometimes you don't know if it is a good team until the end of the 48 hours and you're like well that was yeah. not a good team <laughs> or that was an amazing team and let's work together again um, i've done about four of them and mm-hmm. i did two while i was in new zealand and uh in two years in a row and that was the first time that i was sort of uh introduced to that and i yeah. thought it was amazing yeah and it, it was interesting because i mean this was a long t- well, not a long time ago but um this was back when actually taika waititi was making 48-hour films mm-hmm. and um was part of that festival too so that was pretty cool yeah back then in 2005 six or whatever right. it was um but, you know, and then so when I came out to L.A., I uh, got involved as well with two more years in a row of 48-hour film fest. And it's just great because, like, yeah. it forces you to create a product. And at the end of the weekend, you've got something. And, you know, whether it's great or or not, um, you know, that it varies. But, like, it's it's a great way to get involved. It's a great way to kind of just force yourself to do it. And if there's any advice there, I would say you have to everyone has to know their roles up front right what they're doing right and you kind of got to stick to that you can't yes. sort of do everything it's it's called an org chart everybody has to know where they li- land on that org chart and and respect that uh, of each other and that get, brings up something i wanted to ask that i didn't even really expect to ask but you're you're talking a lot about networking i mean you're meeting mm-hmm. people in a 48 hour film project that you've never worked with before and you're meeting people all the time uh when you're in this business yeah. uh, how important is it to to cultivate these relationships, the networking of of the business, how important is that, and ha- and and how how has that benefited you? Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, I, I <laughs> it's interesting. A friend of mine said years ago when we first started doing sketches and stuff together, 
he said, what's interesting about this business is like the friends you have were the, are the friends that were built out of production, mm -hmm. right? So like your production crew becomes your friends. Right. And, and the hard part there is that then these friends, they're all always production people. What are you working on, man? I'm working on this. What are you working on? Working on this. <laughs> and he, and, and my friend John was like, you know, it'd be nice to just like go out, have lunch and not talk about production. Oh, yeah. like, let's just, like we were friends or, 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 or the idea where like you were friends first. Right. And then you become production teammates. Right. And then you only talk about production stuff. And it's like, where were, you know, where do we go wrong in a sense or, right. or whatever. And so there's always that, that interesting uh, intersection to try to go, Hey, let's just go out for coffee. Like we used to yeah. or hang out or whatever. Yeah. Instead of always like, you know, cause it can get overwhelming. Sure. Of like, what are you working on? Well, I'm not doing this and this isn't happening or blah, uh. blah, blah, or I'm doing all this great stuff. I just can't tell you, know, so, so like, you have to kind of force yourself to just be normal people. Yeah. And I, and I think that's hard. I mean, even, you know, I'm yeah. always thinking about production and I think like what's interesting too, is if you're working on an edit or whatever, mm -hmm. and you go for a drive or you walk the dog or something, mm -hmm. mine's always like, Oh, where does that piece go? Oh, it go oh, if I put, if I put that B roll here on his interview, that'll <laughs> like, you know, be thinking about stuff. And sometimes you need that time to step away from right. the project and really get an idea of wh where you but, want to go. But the networking, I've been talking I'm with sorry, yeah. uh, other people, uh, about how networking has has benefited, uh, for instance, your your film company. I mean, uh, you obviously want to, you know, fil uh, Perry Repose to 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 just take off. You would love for this for to have lots of employees, I'm sure, and 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 be able just to rake in the money. And and oh, yeah. uh, the thing is, you know, I know a lot of people will say, well, yeah, you know, as long as you're networking, you know, more opportunities come and and you can grow. Have you seen any any benefit of of your networking? Experience? experiences how they've benefited Perry Repost, how how, you know, maybe what you were in the beginning, you're you know, you've you've improved the company because of networking. Yes, exactly. I mean, you know, when I started it in two thousand nine, I was, you know, just trying to get the name out there and do things and right. things like that. Now like I'm an ambassador for the Burbank Chamber of Commerce. Wow. I'm a member of the a member of the Toluca Lake Chamber of Commerce. Oh. And that's a pretty cool thing to like it is. go to mixers and meet people and just try to do that. Cause, cause that's like getting out of your comfort zone and going yeah. out there and saying, I'm going to, cause you know, mm -hmm. I can, I can easily sit behind an editing in an editing bay all day. Right. Outside. But anyway, so um, but yeah, as far as networking, sometimes like you get involved and you go, wait, how did I meet this person? Oh, that person. So like I worked at KPCC and one of the producers there, her husband worked at uh, LACO, LA Chamber Orchestra, mm -hmm. and they needed a videographer right away. Oh. So she's like, hey, this guy can do it. And, okay. and so then I started through that one opportunity, I started working at LACO, right. uh, doing, doing like uh, concerts and interviews and things like that. And so I think, um, yeah, it's really important. Yeah. And sometimes like word of mouth is, yeah. is really good, but it's, it's like, that's more of like the, video production right. kind of side of what I do. Right. Uh, as far as like the filmmaking side, I have um, gotten some, you know, gigs uh, to do like behind the scenes of this short or that. Or right. Um, well, that's they, also they kind of video production though. You're doing a behind the scenes for, for another gig or another project. Wouldn't, wouldn't you say, or is that your film projects? Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
definitely. I mean, I, I, I kind of, I kind of diversify a little bit in the sense of like video production is kind of like events and interviews and things like right. that. BTS behind the scenes as part of the filmmaking. Oh, okay. Process. Okay. Like, actually, for example, I mean, this kind of leads into really what I'm so proud of. Uh, I, Perry Post Films did the uh, behind the scenes for the independent horror feature called the Mortuary Collection oh. um, that came out last year, which is pretty amazing about it was, um, you know, it took so long to do like six years on and off because they had to raise wow. funds and do these shorts. It's, it's a, uh, um, there's like five sort of, uh, uh, shorts put together mm-hmm. in, the, in a mortuary setting. And wow. so I did all the behind the scenes and uh, Clancy Brown is in it, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of my friends are the ones who brought me in on the project. Uh, first feature for uh, Ryan Spindell, um, producer uh, Justin Ross. Anyway, so like I've had probably 30 or 40 hours of footage um, and to cut it down. Mm. Um, and so anyway, it's on the DVD, which is amazing. So, so I have wow. two hours two hours of vignettes uh, for like almost each department, right? Wow, so okay. Acting all these things. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing because you can go to Best Buy and get that DVD. That is and awesome. My production company is in the credits. My name's on there. Like oh. it's really exciting. And it was such a fun experience. Yeah. And I guess like, as kind of going back to what I said about, about behind the scenes earlier is it's a great place for independent filmmakers to mm-hmm. learn mm-hmm. the craft. Mm-hmm, right. And well, tell me something, uh, yeah. I, you know, you, you're the behind the scenes thing. It, it brought to mind that I wanted to ask you about the Hollywood fringe festival. Uh, I know, don't okay. you do a lot of the behind the scenes for, for that festival? Cause that's where I, I think you and I met each other and didn't realize it. Uh, yeah. at one time because i had uh, a show there at one time uh what 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 experience do you have with that yeah totally um so i i was a volunteer in 2010 when the uh fringe first started mm-hmm. uh, and i knew a bunch of the people who who started and organized it and then in 2013 uh their sort of uh channel fringe tv right. was kind of the, the the coverage of the festival that yeah. really took off and so they brought me in as the editor so i was the oh. editor for fringe tv from 2013 to 2016 mm-hmm. and then in 2017 i became fringe tv director okay. and that really had a lot of fun because i was uh i was able to kind of like produce a lot of the content you know myself and have like a theme right we had a sci-fi theme that year um <laughs> which was a lot of fun to, to like create uh videos that yeah. kind of like it was basically like documenting the festival so mm-hmm. yeah i guess it was kind of behind the scenes but it was yeah. more like documenting you know what is this festival the events right and then so 2017 2018 we did i did a, a, a superhero theme 2019 <laughs> is a fantasy theme and just kind of uh have fun and pay homage to like different movie genres and, and right. do it in a fun, creative way. Well, so you, you directed, uh, when you did the directing part, that was when you brought in the superhero, these themes, right? That was yeah. you, that was from you. Uh, I have to ask you though, I, I know that editing is a very, it's, 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 that's something that you consider your art form. I know, uh, mm. and, and do it and you do it extremely well. Uh, but just curious, what is your favorite part of what you do? Is it the editing or is that directing? Because you're, you know, it sounds like you're having a lot of fun with the directing part. What's your favorite part of of the process? Yeah, it's always a good question. Is that uh, hard? <laughs> it's hard it's to answer. Very, it's very hard. But oh. when, when when the editing can come together, uh-huh. and especially if you take like a jumbled mishmash of yes. pieces and put them in the right order, yes. and you go, oh my god, that's it. Like, and what's really funny is it's. I look back on it. It's it's 
kind of dumb because uh, in college, you know, I filmed a, a short called The Shadow in the Spotlight, this film noir kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And we shot one bit on a theater stage. And then two weeks later, we shot the people in the lobby and yeah. they walked through the door and then we're like, remember, they have to walk this guy first and then that guy second mm. because, you know, and then so when I got into the editing room, I took these two pieces together and I put them right next to each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, the most basic, simple, obvious thing about editing, mm -hmm. right? Two mm -hmm. pieces, put them together, they make a cohesive thing. It's like it was seamless. Nobody had any idea. It wasn't the same theater. Nobody had any idea. Right. It was weeks later. Right. Um, and it just was like, ah, oh, that was this aha moment, I guess. <laughs> and so this magic moment, like, right. right, to be able to pull off these magic bits um, to try to make things work. Sometimes it can be really frustrating. Like yeah. if there's continuity that's having a problem and my, my, uh, my battle, mm -hmm. and I've asked other people this before, is like, how do you cut? How do you edit? Do you edit based on continuity? Do you edit based on actor performance? Mm. Do you edit based on like a story? So what do you answer? How do you answer that? Well, and, and I think it just kind of depends. Are you okay to, you know, cut back and forth and make this continuity problem? Because one mm -hmm. scene, the hand is on the guy's shoulder and the next it's not. And there's back to the hand mm. on the shoulder. It's not. It's like that like, hurts, doesn't it? Because you want to, you want the, you want to put them together, but you know somebody's going to see it. Everybody's going to see it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, that was a great performance. And yeah, the, I know. know. And but, but I also watch things, and I kind of go, oh, you know what? They could have covered that edit mistake if they just would have cut away for a second. Yeah, right. The wide, or like show someone walking in the room and then come yeah. back to the scene and you're good and it's covered and you're right. set. Right. Have you, uh, do you have any examples of like a, a movie that you really liked, but you saw a lot of those editing errors? Um, I mean, I'm catching you off guard with this question, but, um, but I'll tell you what, I, I, I don't watch a lot of movies. I watch a lot of television and oh um, my God, the editing, I want to kill him sometimes because it's a great show I'm watching mm, and you, mm. you know, but there'll be a, where the girl will have a hat on and then, and then it'll cut away, but come back. She has no hat on and you know, she didn't take her hat off, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. uh, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> Lord of the Rings is my favorite movie, and I've seen it all three of them a million times. I'm sure. Um, so, of course, there's some issues there. Yeah. But the three movies were shot, you know, essentially over two years. Yeah. And, um, you yeah. Know, and then plus extra reshoots and stuff like that years later. And, and it's like, oh, oh, dang it. I didn't want to see that. Oh. Okay. So focus on the, focus on the story. Oh. I'm not going to point it out to you because I don't want to yeah. draw attention to oh, it. Oh, no. Um, no, but I do know what you mean. I've seen them a million times too. And I've caught, I've caught things and thought, oh, my God, even Lord of the Rings. You know? Yeah, but it's tough, and it's but that's the thing is like no movie, yeah. even they are perfect, but yeah. they're not a thousand percent perfect, right? Um, oh, oh, that's what I was gonna say too about the behind the scenes. Those were the epitome of behind the scenes. Yeah, when the Rings came out in two thousand one, two, and three, mm. I mean, I watched those BTS all the time, <laughs> and and when I did the Mortuary Collection, that was sort of my guide that I was trying mm -hmm. to to be like hey you know i want to do something about actors and art directors and makeup mm. and stunts and this each person should have their own category to really show how hard they worked on this film yeah. and, and that was what was important about mortuary collection was that it was an independent horror feature and everyone had the passion the 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 hard work to make it happen mm. and i think the two hours of bts just like you know it's a film school basically right. it is a film school mm-hmm
So. Yeah. Well, then, uh, so uh, film, filmmaking, all of the editing, things like that. Do you have a particular person that you, you know, a, a filmmaker or an editor or something uh, whose work you try to emulate, who you, you know, kind of admire the most? Well, yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Uh, I don't think I try to emulate anyone specifically. Mm-hmm. I definitely like it's changed over the the years. I, I'd say I wouldn't be who I was without George Lucas, original oh. Star Wars. I mean, that was my childhood. That oh, was my yeah. life for, you know, 20 years. And yeah. then Peter Jackson came out and it's like, <laughs> oh, my God, thank you for for reminding me how much I love film. Oh, yeah. And then so like those three movies right. uh, just amazing i mean that's what got me to go to new zealand sure. to, to travel for two years anyway but like oh. um you know quentin tarantino always have loved him especially like in high school and things like that uh, christopher nolan um just really mm-hmm. like good filmmakers that can take the time and the detail right. and the appreciation to do things right well let me ask um, you one last question because we're almost out of time uh oh just in a 30 yeah. second nutshell for those filmmakers slash editors out there, independent, new to the program, what is your 30-second piece of advice? 30 seconds, go. Uh, <laughs> wear multiple hats. Work really hard. Be passionate. Like, you're doing an indie film. You have to do everything. You ha- you're the director, but you have to do the catering right, as well. Right, you know? right. Um, but it's a positive attitude, and yeah. you can't just go, that's not my job. <laughs> On a big-budget union job at a big studio, you you can say, well, you know, I'm an electrician. I don't do craft right, services. Right. I can't do I actually can't do it. I'm not allowed to. But as a filmmaker, indie filmmaker, you have to be willing to do everything. You got to work hard. You got to surround yourself with the best people. People sure. that believe in you, believe in the project, mm-hmm. willing to go the extra mile. And you have to know how to uh, get the most out of everybody yeah. that you're working with, but also give your most that you can't possibly can. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that is brilliant advice, especially the last part. Uh, but I will tell you, uh, Nathaniel, this has just been priceless advice. I know that people, I get emails uh, from uh, independent filmmakers. They're like, give me more of this. And we've Ooh. had a couple on, but this is, this is, uh, and I love the editing portion of this, uh, you know, people forget if you're an independent filmmaker, you gotta, you know, the editing is, is so important. Uh, and I tell you what, I'm going to put your, your website and, and after we get off the phone here, maybe you can give me other links you think might be helpful to our audience, but I'm going to have to cut this off. Nathaniel, thank you so much for being on the show today. Of course, it was a lot of fun. Thank you, Ann, so much. Okay, hang on the line, okay? And I'm going to close this out. Guys, don't forget, we are on Apple, Google, Spotify. We're on everything. Make sure you put a like on it uh, and make sure you put a rating on it. Subscribe, tell your friends. We appreciate you tuning in. This has been The Actor's Guide. Tag, you're it. This has been The Actor's Guide. For more information about Ann Johnston-Brown or to join the tag team, please visit our website at ajbprods.com slash podcast.